Welcome to the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Report. I'm Brooklyn Mauler here with the big man. How you doing today? Doing all right, Brooklyn Mauler. How are you? I'm doing all right today. So, big man, I, I got to start off uh, with um, this collision. Did you see collision? I did. I recorded it and I watched it. Great show. What did, tell me Tell me your thoughts. Let's start. I would, I, the reason why I'm starting here, I want to start with MJF and Omega. And I think that's probably one of AEW's best matches I've ever seen on TV, to be honest with you. Um, that's me, my opinion. What did you think of that? I agree with you. That really was one of the best matches they've ever shown. And, um, you know, it, it didn't even matter the ending. I think we all kind of thought we knew. MJF would keep the title. Although they didn't know how it would happen. But what a great ending and, and what a great match, like you said. Do you think, okay, because a lot of people I was reading online, a lot of people was talking about how AEW should have saved this match for a pay-per-view for they, one of their biggest pay-per-views. I kind of agree with that. But why do you think they just hot shot this one of their first time ever matches? And with this match and this this it's like and then the 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 fans you know that that wasn't in attendance there's only three thousand people um in in the the arena um to do this on a random show on a saturday night with basically no build i mean this is typical aew but why did they why do you think that they did this this is a big money match Probably one of the biggest money matches that they have left. Why would they do that? I'm glad they did it. Um, it reminded me of something Tony Khan had said in the past. And the idea was in picture in picture, he had wanted matches to end during picture in picture so fans would know that they can't ever turn it off or change the channel. So right. this is a big lesson to fans about keeping up with all of their shows also they are looking for a bigger deal um an, an increase in what their current deal is with warner brothers discovery and you know having quality ratings or or letting people think that this is the buzz show and by the collision is their best show usually it's their best show. i totally agree with you and i best think show. Third, yeah and i think the third thing is Better have it, good to have it now than think you're going to have it later. I mean, I'm sure they had a lot planned for Brian Danielson, but he has a broken orbital bone or fractured orbital bone, so he's out for the next several months. So you never know, so might as well have it now. Right. But, I mean, a lot of people comparing this to when WCW, when Goldberg was the U.S. champion and he took on Hollywood Hulk Hogan in the Georgia Dome and um, on that Nitro. But I kind of and people was criticizing that, um, but I kind of don't because it it was in Georgia. It was in the Georgia Dome. That is a huge arena. That's like a WrestleMania type of event. They sold that out, and it was one of the greatest to 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 build up their newest star, and all the stars aligned. That helped make Goldberg beat him. Uh, helped make Goldberg become you know the star that he is today. Um, 
by beating Hulk Hogan um, and uh, part of the NWO and um, getting the belt back for WCW in his hometown of Atlanta, Georgia, in the Georgia Dome, in a, in a stadium. So I kind of agree why they did that there instead of waiting for one of their um, big-time matches, I mean, big-time pay-per-view, so to speak. But, Which never had but, great buy rates to begin with. Right. Anyway. But but, I, I, but I'm saying for, for AEW, for them to do it, is, it's, like, it's not like it was in Canada or this wasn't like it was in – um, Grand Slam, because Grand Slam, this should have main event at Grand Slam. To be honest with you, um, that's their biggest audience outside of uh, outside of um, of London, right? It would be because twenty thousand, they fit like twenty thousand people, and I, I think they sell that out with no problem because uh, it's normally a good show. That is as good as, as I always say, but I think they should have they should have put that match on, you know, instead of whatever they did that day. Um, and to put him in a match with Kenny Omega um, while he's in a feud with Jay White, it makes no sense to me. Yes, it was a great match, probably the greatest match in collision history, but what does it do at the end of the day? This furthers what? The the Don Callis storyline with Omega, which nobody, nobody really cares about because they're trying to build Takeshka out this feud um, and the the or or the MJF and Jay White storyline, which is already went against um, a lot, put a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouth with the quarters for MJ, um, Juice Robinson did. So what is it actually doing? You know, it's not. It's like a, a match, a, a throwaway match in a in a in a in both play. Both of these parties are in different storylines, and it didn't do no justice to anybody. Yeah, we got a great match, but what does this mean? What does this mean again for AEW? You get what I'm saying? What I I do, and I think um, there are two things I think about that. First, I think that shot of all of MJF's enemies and challengers mm-hmm. watching shows that maybe the direction they're going is MJF is the champion who's all by himself, maybe seen as the most beatable champion they've had in a long time, even though he he always wins, but nobody's really afraid of him. And he's and he's kind of on attack on all sides. And secondly, this is a Kenny Omega match. And Kenny Omega, great matches. It's never just the first match. So the next time they do have a match, it could be at a big pay-per-view. And it'll be MJF Omega 2 or MJF Omega 3. And everyone's going to look back and say, man, that first match was great. And even though you never know if the sequel is going to be as good, I know we liked Okada um, Omega 1 better than the subsequent matches. At least for that fan base, you basically know you're going to get the same match as the first one, but longer. And that's what they probably want to see. Right. But what people care, because they've seen it already and he lost you get what I'm saying? Like Omega is the most special wrestler AEW have has because you know why? And Omega is one of the top wrestlers, if not the top wrestler in the world, right? Wow. And I mean, he is because he can he can do it all. He can. No one's. He's a big match. He's this generation Shawn Michaels. He's you know, or I wouldn't say Bret Hart because they wrestle differently, but mm-hmm. he could do different things, and he he's a big match player. You get what I'm saying? Him, Okada, they they have big matches. Reigns, Cena, Styles. You know these guys 
when the mat when the lights are on, they need to put on a good match. They can do it. Well, mm-hmm. not style so much, but but Cena can. Um, <laughs> any any other time except the big match, right? The, the, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. not, but, but Cena, Cena can. Uh, you know, you know, Okada can. You know, Omega can. And Reigns can as well. So those guys can always do it. And well, MJF, the way, that's, that's not an exhaustive list. There aren't that many of them. There aren't no, it's not that many. And and Reigns and Reigns is in it. And um, MJF is getting to that point now as well. Um, well so yeah, yeah, he's up there. So the the thing is with me is if AEW <sighs> don't have too many big money fights, that's gonna put them. That's gonna cause a huge buy rate on their pay-per-views, right? They lost their 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 money, their cash cow, which was CM Punk. And w- whether he was in the main event or he was in the uh you know mid-card match, whatever, people was buying his pay-per-views. As you said, you bought the pay-per-views because of CM yeah. Punk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they don't have too many guys that you say I want to pay to watch. I'm gonna pay $50 to watch this person. That match right there would make me pay fifty dollars to watch that match on a revolution or all out or full gear. You get what I'm saying? Or double or nothing. You know, I think that was their pay-per-views or paper all their pay-per-views. Shit, even could do that. You could have if you really wanted to to make Battle of the Belts something, you could have put that <laughs> as the headline of Battle of the Belts, and that could have been <laughs> You get what I'm saying? They could have put down. That was a must stuff. That's must see. Right Them there. playing Back Connect away. 4 on Battle of the Belts would be better than Battle of the Belts. Right. But my thing, I watched the match. I enjoyed the match. I, You know, it was kind of overbooked while Don Callis came out. And yeah. I don't think you, you have that. MJF. I don't think you have MJF beat Omega. You know, like that. I don't think you, you when they fight each other, I thought you either have a non-finish or you could have had all his uh, the MJF Rose Gallery come out and attack him, mm-hmm. and have it a finish. But beating him Pretty clean, good. clean, mm-hmm. it hurts. A, it hurts um, on a on a throwaway show in October, which means nothing. To be honest with you, at the end of the day, now you just beat your top wrestler for what? Well, he's been losing a lot though lately. He lost two yeah, matches. But- yeah, he's losing a lot, but he shouldn't. And that's the booking problem of AEW. Um, that guy should be kept special. I, I don't know if you agree with me on that. I'd be able to defend it better if, if there was a better track record. Like when Jericho was losing matches, uh-huh. we thought that would be the storyline. Like, does the Jericho Appreciation Society appreciate him anymore? They ended up dissolving, but not because of that. It just kind of went away. Right. It, and And so this, you know, Kenny Omega talked about I think last week he was kind of, you know, I've lost some, I haven't won a match this year or something like that. And, you know, what was going to happen, but you would think that this could lead to him becoming the vicious Kenny Omega again. I wish he would dye his hair blonde again. He has that cool look when he does that. But again, I don't know if that'll happen. You know, it could look perfectly like he's on his way to this descent and he's going to come back. He, he didn't look great the week before. Um, but that might not happen. It might just snap of a fingers. This whole thing's forgotten. But you mentioned you would have paid fifty dollars. Would you pay fifty dollars for MJF Omega Two? No. No. No, I'm not. 
<laughs> I didn't expect you to say that. I you know why? Because that great match, that it, match because this match, be honest with you, was on had me on the edge of my seat because I didn't know where it was going. You get what I mean? But I, you didn't he, think Omega was going to win the world title. I thought Omega was going to win, to be honest with you. When he had him in, because you know, no one kicks out that one wing angel. He had him for the one wing angel. And as soon as Don Callis came out, I said, he's not winning. Right. And that was predictable. Um, and I said, I, I, they, they lost me. Once Don Callis came out, and stop him from getting to the one wing, from getting into the one wing angel on MJF, because no one kicks out of that mat, that move. That's like one of the most protected uh, finishers in wrestling today. Um, I said, "Oh, I was, I, I was like, oh, here we go," and and I thought I was, I got up out of my seat. I said, "Oh, it's gonna happen," and um, John Cowles came out. I said, "Oh, I deflated everything," and I'm like, "Yo, why, why did they do it?" And then for him, they didn't just go all the way. They like they. They have to ask it. If if Don Cowles can come out and 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 interfere in the match, let him interfere in the match instead of having him basically beat, get beat clean. I don't know what they was the the um yeah the, WWE uh, would do that. That was a WWE thing. Remember, they would always have somebody come out and just stand right and distract and, somebody, and that was supposed to make us think that that's an excuse to lose, but it's not an excuse to lose. It's you not know, it's, being distracted not. by somebody standing there. That's not. It's not. not it's not professional. It's, it's not. And you don't. You don't get excused for missing a free throw for somebody standing. Right. Right. I. I mean that. It's. It was good. It was great. But I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, is Jay White and MJF is going to be better than that? No, it's not. Um, it might. I think it might be just as good, or maybe even. Well, uh, Jay White has to win. I'm sorry, he has to win. Um, it's time for a change. It didn't. They didn't. It's time for a change. They they can do a title change here and then get it back. Ric Flair did it all the time. That didn't hurt him. Rugged Ronnie Garber was in a was NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, right. Man. Good moment. Star K87. It you know um. But I was won, such a fan of his. I love the Garvin stomp and the punch. And then I remember being a kid. Wait, why is he going to the top rope? I'm like Sunset Flip. That's his yeah, name. yeah, <laughs> like, and, right. But he won. He won. I mean, I mean, I just use that as an example. Like no, you know, right? If you don't have like a Hulk Hogan, there's nothing wrong with having different champions. It's a, it can be exciting no, too. It's okay. I mean, everyone can't be Roman Reigns. Yeah, and this you isn't know? WA back in the day where. You know, you have to put up the advertising posters a few weeks in advance because, you know, you can't just go on and change the card because there's a new champion. Like, right. You can change things. I agree with you. I think that's a great idea. And the thing with Roman Reigns, a lot of people go crazy over Roman Reigns' title reign, but it works better for Hill, and that's how it worked for Ric Flair because he had the horsemen and they were always cheating. And that makes people even more mad because they hardly won clean. Which, which is, but MJF is a baby face who is miscast. He should be a heel. I, I don't think he, he's, he's, he does his best work as a heel, not as a baby face. I like um, him as a baby I like him. I don't think he's very different either. I think it's safer to have him as a baby face just because, you know, when he's a heel, I think he goes all out. And that's when you have him throwing drinks on kids, oh, okay. uh, motorboating women on his way to the ring. Um, <laughs> 
you know, spitting on people. So if yeah. you make him at least a good guy, I think that affects his behavior because he goes all in on his character. That's a theory. That's on pure psychology. Right. And I get what you're saying. He, you know, but if he goes crazy and does hillish stuff, then, you know, he's actually doing his job. But um, do you think MJF is leaving? Wow. That's a great question. Because no one said anything about his contract. No one's so is he because it's almost 2024. Is he is he is he gonna leave? Because they I mean Omega and MJF are two big high commodities that WWE probably would want. Um I don't I think MJF have a better chance of getting MJF than Omega because Omega's friends with the Bucks, unless they have a falling out. I don't think I think it would be very hard for them to get Omega. But MJF, I think they can get him. Well, I don't know what they'll do. So why don't I ask you, let's let's think about what would you advise him to do? Both of them. What would you say? Me? Uh, for If I was Tony Khan? No, if you were an advisor to both these wrestlers. I would tell them to leave. So why? I would tell, I would tell MJF, I would like, MJF? The 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 best first of all him him being a hill in WWE or would would work. Um, they wouldn't allow him to do all that crazy stuff. Well, that's one. Two, they can I put think him. He would away. do them anyway, and that would be trouble. But maybe, but I think he won't. He'd get paid so much money. I think you know how some people get away with certain things other places because they allow it, and then they go somewhere else and they don't do that stuff anymore. So you're right. We I think we talked about that once. You can have the biggest jerk of a basketball player goes to a disciplined team you think he's going to punch the coach out and then they become right. the best teammate of all time exactly you know <laughs> so i think mjf especially if they treat him the way that they treated cody and jade and they will treat him the same way right um he will get you know the five-star treatment there and he can talk and he can talk and, and he can do both. He can do babyface and he can do hill. So he he's like the perfect WWE wrestler. He can sing, he can dance, he can do a lot of stuff. They could do a whole bunch of stuff with that with that guy there. And he's young. So and they could put him on Raw. They could put him on SmackDown. Hell, they could do a bunch of stuff with him. And even if he's a little bit smaller than the rest of them, the way he talks, he talks big. And his character is big. So you wouldn't even worry about how, you know, his character is bigger than how, the, like, his character is bigger than his his height. Like Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio character is bigger than his height. His height don't matter how short he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, the guy from Ring of Honor, um, uh, Jonathan Gresham, right? Great wrestler, right? Oh, one right? of the best but, in the world. But, but, when you, but when you see him in the ring, you're like, he's short. Right, because he don't have his character is not as big as it's not big because he don't have a good character. Ray Mysterio and him is basically the same 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 size, if not smaller. Ray smaller than him, but Ray Mysterio character is gigantic. So you see Ray Mysterio in the ring, you don't care how tall he is. You get what I'm saying? Does that makes sense. You know, you don't care. Yeah, but, it's it's trending towards that size. I mean, when you look at Dominic and a few other up and comers, they're not Brock Lesnar's for sure. No, they're not. But 
but Dominic is bigger than Ray. You know, he's like five. Well, Ray five Ray is smaller than the average human being. Right. right. But but when he gets in the ring, you you don't look at him as a small guy. Or you know what I'm saying? You just no, his character. So his, his style helps with that too. Right, right. But someone else like Jonathan Gresham, you know, you like he's small, even though he's one of the top wrestlers in, in the universe, right? But right, like he could bend the, any he could stretch anybody. Right. And he's he can. strong. He's strong. Right. But he you probably would never get to see that on you know, on TV, you know what I'm saying? Probably never get to see that on TV. So, you know, that's that. So I don't know. I don't know about that. So what do you say? I think with, about... um, yeah, with those two things, one, I think, well, Cody has been fantastic in WWE. There's no argument that right. Jade looks good. I just don't feel that she's the same Jade as before, and that's probably by design. But it's the... Um, like before when she would walk in you felt she was the boss now you feel like she's being handled you know um and she is she's part of the wwe universe with with kenny omega kenny would have been great when vince was on television yeah you hear it oh kenny omega oh welcome to the wwe you know that would have been funnier um kenny had his dream of the video game they gave him everything he wanted and what happened with the game is what people knew what happened. You know, WWA 2K series is as perfect as you can be, and it's not the number one video game. Wrestling video games aren't like that in the market anymore. Um, so I don't know. He might be depressed about that. Um, but would I tell him to go to WWE? Yeah, I think I think I might as far as MJF. Um he has everything he wants and yeah i would probably tell him to go to the wwe as well but see big man that's the thing what is a a is aew the nxt for wwe they building up these great stars for them to come over to wwf um wwe and and become bigger like what is going on here? AEW and then what's AEW a breeding ground for 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 people that WWE don't want? Like what is going it's more on territorial. here? I think it's you know it's like how pro wrestling always was when somebody's in one place for long enough, you just want to, maybe a change of scenery would be better. Right, yeah. because there was something online. This they would say, um, like Keith Lee said something about Paul Walter. When he lost his his um his name to Gunther, mm-hmm. and um like he was like because because you know fiasco what happened with him, and look what happened. Look at what their two paths are. We have um, Keith Lee left WWF, left or released, and um because he didn't want to embrace the Bearcat, and Gunther, um Walter would turn into Gunther and is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion the whole time. <laughs> But they were both treated differently. This isn't like a real sport. You know, it's not like they both had a fair shake. Um, Gunther was always protected with his win streak and with everything. Keith Lee, I mean, he could, they weren't really, he had good moments, but nothing was happening. He wasn't over with the fans at all. And he's had, I, I feel like I've, I've liked his work in AEW way more than his work in NXT, in WWE, not NXT, but WWE. Bearcat. But who's a bigger star now? 
You know, it's if you ask wrestling fans, they'll say Gunther. If you ask people who are not wrestling fans, they'll say who are they? You know, so it doesn't right. But I'm just saying, wrestling fan, we we only can talk with wrestling fans, right? So I mean, Keith Lee looks like he's done nothing since he's went to AEW. He has not had he's any had, titles. He's had he's had matches that that yeah, have been, had, had really good moments. He's he's done so. What, and, and if you want to, if they're being professional about it, I guess you just look at whose paycheck is bigger. Maybe they're close. You know. Well, maybe I don't even know what is what is Keith Lee contract. I don't know. I know he's an employee. So. Right. So, I mean, I, as far as his character goes, you know, he comes. He, I think he was treated better in W in NXT when Triple H was 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 running stuff. Vince McMahon did not, you know, you know, um, book him good at all. Right? It was the Bear Cat situation. The suspender they put the 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 they try to cover up his chest and everything, but he. He went to AEW and had a good, you know, introduction, right? But he's been there for almost two years now, and I have seen no progression with him at all in AEW at all. Well, it's you know? hard to have. It's like, um, you know, it's it would be like if Andre the Giant was on television every week. If you're not making him the world champion, what are you doing? If he's not in that picture, then you're just kind of standing around or like a bruiser Brody. So okay. you have like these monsters come in. It it may help make them world champion or have them as the main contenders. You have to explain things. If you're not going to do much with him for like six months, you could have him, you know, have an on-screen injury or things like that. I really like what Edge said when he came back. I'm, my goal is to team with Christian Cage. I don't care about his title belt. And so when you, you know, and, and it's like with anything with acting, what is the character's motivation? So I agree with you. I mean, you know, he he does some amazing things. People love his hip tosses that he does. And when he dives outside the ring, he's phenomenal. I actually really like his character when he's allowed to do it. But um, for some reason... Well, look, I mean, that's AEW for you, right? Like this weekend, I, was it um, Rampage? They had um, Ortiz and Hernandez. And, and like, oh, I forgot about that. You know, that whole blood feud that's supposed to be like the end of the world. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, they have a habit of just dropping things. And and that's, uh, that's on Tony Khan, right? I mean, when Jericho jobbed to um, put over Action Andrade, it's because he said he saw something in action Andrade. Now he's not Andrade's agent, so everything left was up to Tony Khan, and we saw what right. happened. You know? And then action Andrade is getting killed by Miro, so it don't make no. So that loss to Jet to the jump beating Jericho means nothing at the end of the day because he needed to go on a run. To yeah, after like and Cena beat Austin Theory, and then they changed plans with Austin Theory. Right. So it means when these things happen. It stands out. It really right. stands out. So yeah. like the, the, uh, Jericho gave him the rub, right? Let him beat him, right? It's supposed to mean something. But now th that what they did was basically said the, the that, that Jericho lost to him meant nothing. So Jericho job for no reason because he could have just beat Andretti, and 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 Andretti could have been moving on from way go from there. If he's gonna get killed by Miro, like 
what are you doing here? Like, and now Action Andretti is the same as uh, as as any other person, as a um, Tony Nice. You know what I mean? Like, you see these yeah. guys in the yeah. ring, like you don't care. Like, I think Tony Nice is more these... feared than Action Andretti. I think you right. like, have Tony to think of somebody is... else. Right, and he, Tony. He's Griff Garrison. He's Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison not even on TV no more. <sighs> not even on TV no more. You know, and and he needs a move too because you can say what you want about you know Brian Pillman Jr. They they're trying with him. You know, they're trying. I and he can't wait to him. hear your thoughts on that because some of his fans are like, "Oh, he was incredible." I thought he. I didn't think he looked good. I didn't think it was much. I, I, don't I think, I think this is what I would say about the Lexus King. I would say it's a new character. They're trying. Um, instead of him being Brian Pillman Jr., which what does that mean? You know, at the end of the day, they don't change. They, they, they're going to give him a chance I, I, because this is what they did with Braun Breaker. They're going to give him a chance. Uh, they changed his name. They, they, they are acknowledging his, his heritage, like they're doing with Braun Breaker. They let him know that he's a second generation wrestler and they're going to. They're going to, and, and you can already see by they presenting him as a big deal in NXT. Now, where he's at a year from now, I don't know. But you can see on WWE television, maybe the next two, three years, you might see Braun Breaker, you're going to see Dominic Mysterio, and you might see Lexus King. There, you see Rey Mysterio's son, uh, Rick Steiner's son, and Brian Pillman's son all on TV, and all of them was in WCW. <laughs> the irony of that. <laughs> And if and and, they, and those guys are all second generation wrestlers and and they all can possibly with the the, the gimmick that they gave the Lexus King say what you want people don't like might not like it right the gimmick that they give them is poss is a possible main event gimmick it depends on where they go it's a um, possible it, I, I didn't I didn't like him and I didn't like his match and I thought his finishing move looks they don't care about like matches it, there it looks Story like it helps up. looks like it it's, helped your back then. <laughs> right, looks but, very you know, comfortable. You know, it's you know, I you know, WWE they don't really care about like the the match is not the most important thing, right? It's the character development. If they I can build the NXT, him, they, the matches are, are a little more important. They, it used to be like that because there was an indie show when Gargano and Champa and Dalla and all of them was there. That yeah, they meant something, but they made a little bit of a change there. It means it still means more than it did. Uh, when they rebranded it from the 2.0, uh, but they're still trying to get character development, and that's why I say his. If they build in his character, that's the most important thing than the matches. Like AEW, the most important thing was the matches. Brian Pillman Jr. had great, had some good matches in AEW, right? No one cared about him except me. Nobody cared about him or Griff Garrison. You cared. You cared about. I cared. Varsity Blondes was your favorite yes. tag. Yes. I cared about them, but nobody else did. Nope. You know, they had because you know what? They just they just put team spirit jackets on them, varsity jackets on them, and they had Julia Hart there. And that's all they did with them. They did nothing with them. It was like the Steiner brothers or the uh, the, the 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 dynamic dudes, you know, Steiner brothers all packed into one. And but nobody cared about them. And AEW didn't care neither, because they always getting getting beat. Every minute, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? But as far as as far as um the Lexus King goes, I think you give him a chance. When Cena first showed up on television, 
did you look think he was going to be who he is today? Hell no. I, I loved Ruthless Aggression in the Green Tights. I actually thought he did great. I don't, I don't understand why everyone hates that. Including him, including him. Doesn't right. like his debut. It didn't look, he, that didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it didn't. And it took him another couple of years to get to where he was at, to where he's at now. You know, um, you know, the evolution of his character. So, whatever, man. It's whatever, man. So, um, I just, the back to my original thing was, is that yeah. I think that um, AEW wasted that match. It could have been on, t- could have been in a bigger spot. But, um, again, Collision Collision is AEW's best show. They should put that on, on Dynamite on Wednesdays instead of, um, and put Dynamite on, on Saturdays because AEW Collision is the best show, one of the best wrestling shows they got on TV today. Period. Point blank. It's up there with Raw, SmackDown, MLW Fusion, all that stuff. It's wow. It's up there with all that stuff. Has aesthetics, has everything. The, it has the announcing. The announcing is good. The feel is good. It just looks good. And everything is good about Collision. And I and I think they should put that on 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 Dynamite and switch Dynamite with Collision. And I think they would do a bigger rating today. That's my that's just my opinion. What do you think about that? Well, I, yeah, I mean, if it's strange because it's the same person booking all three shows and it doesn't make sense. Um, The show that should be their best show should be Rampage. It's only an hour. And when it's debuted, it was a powerful hour. It was. So many people. Like I was watching it this week on Friday and I forgot all about Briscoe. He came to the. They had a terrible segment. <laughs> they, it was your Chris. Uh, it was your Kip Sabian. Oh, uh, and he's the in best the man. Ring. Yes, with his wife, which is great. But who's the one with the microphone? Kip Sabian, and he's in. I guess they were in Philadelphia. I don't remember where they yeah, were. Philadelphia. Did you mm-hmm. see him? Did you see that he was telling? He was insulting the crowd about their sports teams, and nobody cared. Like nobody, nobody was responding. And then Briscoe comes out and I'm like, man, I forgot he worked for AEW. Now he could be busy because, you know, his brother died and he, you know, the one daughter was severely injured. The other daughter was killed. Right. It's, you know, so he may have tons of obligations, but when you have a roster like that and you have a show like Rampage, there's so much more. It's only an hour. So I don't know why it's not a good show. You want to know why, big man? Let me tell you why. Rampage is is the third hour or the four, third hour of Dynamite. Oh, so you're the, right. They film it right after. They film it right after. So that's why the crowd is is not as enthusiastic, you know, throughout the night because it's like, you know, remember they got a matches are bad time. too, but I guess they use the better wrestlers for Dynamite, right? Right and. And remember, it's a. It takes about um, maybe fifteen to twenty minutes for them to change everything over to Rampage. So they're there for maybe for about three, four, four, three and a half to four hours. And to be there in a wrestling show is a long time. And being at Raw is a long time. Three hours at sitting down in a wrestling show is a long time. I've done it a few times. I've done the 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 marathon of WrestleMania. I've done it. It's a it's a long time. You get to sit there and, you know, you get 
restless at the white like I'll wait for this thing to be over. You get what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. So nobody and then what they do for Rampage is not exciting in any way. You know, if you if you see the matches, right, and you're waiting, you might leave, right? Right. I've seen I've seen people leave WWE when because they have a dark match sometimes and the dark matches with some great stuff, but you know, people leave because that's, that's what happens. People ready to go. It's, it's time. It's eleven o'clock. It's twelve, almost twelve o'clock. I'm ready to go. You get what I'm saying? I'm yeah. ready to go. And especially with so public that's transportation, you have to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. So rampage is is like how EC, ECW, the WWE ECW was oh, on Sci-Fi. Man. It was Ooh. right after SmackDown, and you know, it it is not good, and that's why Rampage is 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 having a little bit of trouble it it can't go live on friday sometime because again they, they're booking another building and they're only booking it for an hour so that's more money coming out the budget it's not worth it to be honest with you um so they can't hardly go live so they have to do a taping you know um and then then again the wrestlers have to go to collision the next day travel the next day and that's not good so that's Maybe they should just get rid of Rampage altogether and make it a special. Uh, it's it it's, up, special to, it's up to Warner Brothers Discovery, right? That's the problem right. with wrestling today. You're really, even if you're WWE, it's, you're basically a content provider. And if they want you, if they tell you we need another hour. But, but, big, but big man, that, the, the, the Santana and Ortiz and the Briscoe and all, that could have been put on dynamite. Like, like yeah. they could have put stuff on dynamite instead of waiting to rampage. I mean, like a lot of that's like it. Some things they could cut out, and like the Kip Sabian, they could have cut that out. They don't need that. You get what I'm saying? It, they don't yeah. need it. That was bad. Like they don't need some of these these matches. Like these are some throwaway matches that they do on rampage. Sometimes, like the matches don't mean nothing. Like. If you really want to make Rampage something, but you got to be live because if it's taped, it's not going to, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, it's like the NWA Power Hour. That was a great hour of wrestling back in 1030 on TBS on Friday nights that, that used to, I used to watch that a lot. But that was exciting for me. But I was a young kid at the time. So, you know. No, I know what you mean because W um, NWA on on Saturday was great, but then they had NWA main event, and the first week or two was good, and then it just became whoever wasn't on Saturday. I you're right, but I enjoyed NWA main event, even though it was the lesser known wrestlers that was there, or the TV yeah. champion was always wrestling. <laughs> I was there every Sunday six oh five to watch that because it was exciting for me. NWA main event. Um, even though Saturday WCW Saturday, uh, you know NWA on Saturday was better at six oh five, but I was there six oh five Sunday as well, watching the Z Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I loved his name, the Z Man. That was a that was a cool idea. I will say though that you asked earlier about you mentioned earlier about the lack of build for the Omega and MJF match. I think sometimes that's a good thing because sometimes the builds that Tony Khan comes up with aren't as great as he might think they are. And them just talking to each other um, at the top of the ramp to set up that match mm-hmm. was probably better than 
if he had dedicated himself to a slow build. And yeah, and that's I know that sounds like I'm singling Tony Khan out, but it's almost kind of like ECW. I mean, we all we both love the original ECW, but if you Paul Heyman did an interview and they said, What was your best storyline? And he starts going on about what I think at the time a lot of us fans thought was the stupidest thing. It was the summer camp storyline about Tommy Dreamer and Raven. I like that one though. It made sense you, though. You, and and you earlier said you like the varsity blondes. So I'm just I thinking did. like I did like you know, he started talking passionately. You throwing was, shots at me, big he man. Was being bullied. He I was just mentioning a point. He's being bullied <laughs> and and he builds up and it's like uh, that was like the fakest thing they did, you know. So No, it, it made sense to me because he was a bully and he came up and it made sense to me. That made sense. Um, I mean, EC, what do you think? ECW best storyline was what Taz and Sabu that made sense, too. I think but, their best storylines were things that happened in the ring. I wasn't even into the Sandman when he was blind and his son being, you know, you know the whole thing with Raven. That was Raven. That was, yeah, that was stupid. I, I don't think that was the place for that stuff. And but everything what, they did in the ring told the story better than that. What was the greatest storyline you ever seen in wrestling? that's that's a hard question to even think about what i I, you go first no you go i want to hear what your storyline what that's just that's better than this the stuff you said you don't like so what's let me see what your standard is oh do you know what i thought was do you know what i thought was like can't really be just made up it was when Bo taylor rescued chaz and revealed that was his son in global. Okay. Do you remember that? The yeah, I remember Chaz that. is being beaten up by Lightning Kid and a few others. And then Tugboat Taylor comes out and they give him money. He wants in on it. He gets on the second rope to do the splash, but he comes out with the double clothesline. And then mm-hmm. they're like, what, what's going on? And he's like, Chaz is muscle. Oh, do you know what else was really good? I really liked um, Lucha Underground when it was revealed that... Um, Bill Vamp- Vampiro was behind. Um, yeah, that was really yeah, good. That was a great story. Was really good. And, um, you know, as far as WWF or WCW, um, I'm trying to think of great storylines. T- oh, I mean, but some of these things weren't storylines. They were just angles, right, for, like, the match. So I'm trying to think storyline. Um WCW storylines again. The best things happen in the ring when they when they went too far. Oh, um, I like the Ric Flair Jimmy Garvin uh, uh-huh. thing with Precious, but I didn't like the Kevin Sullivan because that was kind of not NWA, right? That was very ridiculous. That was WWF, and with WWF, you know, I think we always talk about it. You know, the Mega Powers was great. I mean, that's your favorite, I think, right? Right, yeah, that's mine. That's mine, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I think um, what's the what's the best AEW storyline? Oh, so and I far? forgot to mention Chris Adams' turn on the Von Erichs was great. Okay, his whole storyline. I mean, he was really the star in so many ways, because then it went to the Gino Fernandez, and then their feud, and then he died. But Gino died, and then Chris is questioned by the police in England. <laughs> 
Um, as far as AEW's best storylines, um, I really liked, and again, this might not count as a storyline because it was very quick, but Moxley rejecting Jericho was a good storyline. But that, again, that wasn't really a storyline. That was more of a segment. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, NWA, my favorite storyline might have been Luger leaving the Horsemen. Yeah, because of the Bunkhouse Stampede match. That was phenomenal. Um, AEW's best storylines? Gosh. It's hard because so many of what he would consider his storylines were just kind of reveals, like debuting a wrestler, right? I don't know if you'd call that a storyline. What are what do you think? Mine would probably, I would think um, Hangman turning into a cowboy when he was drunk and then he oh. came back. I think that's probably their best storyline to me. I love what they're doing now with LFI. LFI. Right. That's really good. How they, you know, he, Roosh had them go to Mexico where they were kidnapped by basically a drug cartel and beaten up to toughen them up. And now they're back. I think that's really that's that's brutal. That's brutal. Um, I'm googling AEW best storylines. Um, again, they they start them great and then they don't finish them right. Um, I'm just looking. What uh, about what about the, what about the 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 um the inner circle versus the elite? That was exciting in the beginning. That was With exciting. the mask. <laughs> that, was, that was something. Um, oh, you know Sorry. what? Um, anything with Eddie, you know, Eddie Kingston, CM Punk. That was maybe my favorite storyline there. And Jericho. But again, are those storylines or were those just like promoting the fight? You know, the interviews leading to the fight. Those aren't the same storylines, are they? It's an angle. An angle is a storyline. I guess. Yeah. It's a reason for the fight. Yeah. So for it's a, me... It's, it's know, a reason why these guys fighting, why they don't like each other. You get what I'm saying? Like MJF and um, Bullet Club go. That's the storyline. Why they're fighting. They're fighting over the Triple B. You know, and they Juice Robinson's disrespecting him with the quarters. You get what I'm saying? They fight oh, Jake, over the Jake Roberts and Cody. Jake Roberts and Cody. When he first came, yeah, but they yeah. Cody came that with the murder hawk. Yeah, but that was a bad ending to it. But I, I love that one. And and yeah, um, I loved um CM Punk and uh Eddie Kingston mm -hmm. and, and uh, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah. and the anarchy in the arena. Because that led yeah. to the friction between Jerick between um Kingston and Brian, which didn't go anywhere. Right. All right. Um. So, so let's go to Dynamite real quick. Dynamite Diamond Ring, um, match the winner, um, wins MJF Dynamite Diamond Ring, and MJF wins again. He beats Juice Robinson, um, to, to keep the Dynamite Diamond Ring again. Um, your thoughts on this? I'm gonna say this: a lot of people love Dynamite. I did not like Dynamite. Um, for good reasons, reasons they would like. Not that I thought it was a bad show. It was just the decisions. Um, you know, when The Kingdom and Roddy Strong came out, I was like, this is perfect. 
because when the kingdom started mixing it up and Matt Taven and um, Michael Bennett being the kingdom with the with the gun club, um, the gun, the ass boys, so to speak. I was like, this is perfect because these two could have great matches because every time Taven and Bennett have wrestled in AEW, they've exceeded all expectations. They've had great matches, but they just turned them into jabronis getting clotheslined out of the ring and MJF doesn't want to have anything to do with Roddy. And they made it all about the acclaimed, which we've seen the acclaimed and the guns a million times and it's not good. So that was something that bothered me a lot. And by the way, the week before the match that led to um, Robinson winning the battle when he won the battle royal. My goodness, if there's ever an argument that Tony Khan is just AW is just where people from WWE go to get an ex, their last paycheck, it was that when you looked at who was in that match just being eliminated, not much else to do. Um, right. So I wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of that match and that whole thing. What was your thoughts? Um, well, this is the second year in a row that AEW could have um, made someone a bigger deal than what they already was um, and with this Dynamite Diamond Ring situation with MJF. Um, last year, Ricky Starks, which yeah. he should have won, and Ricky Starks would have been better off today, would have been a bigger star than he is today. If he would have won this, the dynamite diamond ring, he didn't have to win a title, but he could have won something. Um, Juice Robinson, I think they took away his rock hard moniker, right? And um, he could have been, been a bigger deal than what he was than he what he was today. But um, no, MJF won wins again, and he keeps the dynamite diamond ring and the title. So he, I guess he needs both. You know, I guess they don't want him to lose either. He don't lose. He don't lose at all. Um, no, so he, you're so right because he was headed towards that match with um with Jay White as somebody who's been emotionally beaten down. And what happened? Right. He beat Juice Robinson up, and he beat Kenny Omega. So right. now Switchblade has gone from being the favorite to the underdog. Right, because. No way they they have. I mean, can can and can you see Jay White? All right, let me ask you a question. Jay White as AEW World Champion is that a big deal? Um, I I think they're I'm, I'm fine with that because they've made he's made Bullet Club Gold this maybe the best stable in AEW. And right, but this is a big somebody, deal. Somebody should have a child. This is a championship. Is it a big deal? Um, it could be because then you might have fans thinking about, well, is Okada going to challenge him again? Is is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Yeah, I think it's. I think it can be a big deal. Yeah, for me it is. Okay. But if, if it means if it's a big deal for people who don't like AEW, well, maybe maybe for people who are fans of his. But no, I don't know. I think so. I think I think the the only way they can salvage this feud is if Jay White wins the belt. Now he can hold it for two months, three months, and they do a redemption angle with MJF or whatever, you know. But I think he should win. I think uh, MJF. It's no. It's okay to they can do the Rocky three again. Like well, with um, John Moxley 
said about CM Punk and CM Punk didn't understand what Rocky Three was, which I understand it. My favorite Rocky, I understand that that whole storyline. It made a lot of sense to me. They could do Rocky that. Rocky Three was great, yeah. right? They can do that storyline with because Rocky lost and regained his belt. So I think MJF can do a he can lose the belt to Jay White and then he can lose it back to him. And then later on down the line, they could do a rubber match. But you got to start making new stars, AEW. I mean, you, you're not making no new stars. You got an MGF as your star, and he's beating everyone. But you got to start making new – for y'all, for AEW to move forward, they got to start making new stars. They got to start finding some – Make Ricky Starks was a star they could have made. They could He was marketable. They could have had him do commercials and all kind of stuff. But they had him lose. You know, Ars Cassidy is it, it can be he's a crossover star as well. And even though they had him win, but he had the international title, that means nothing. You get what I'm saying? And then, like, you need him, to, they need to market him better. You know, the marketing of their wrestlers, they're not doing no commercials, they're not doing anything with, with, their, with their wrestlers, they're not trying to, to build these guys up, you know. Yeah, Danhausen was like more famous before he joined AEW. He was. And those guys like Orange Cassidy, um MJF, uh, he's marketable. Uh Danhausen is I don't know if Danhausen is marketable because he's at the end of the day he's a Drac he he's he's an evil Dra- he's supposed to be Dracula. So I don't know if they can but he was hey, he was on he was the main guest for that Conan O'Brien podcast. Right. He didn't wear his makeup. And he just talked about his artistic character. Right. Um, you know. I, but they, they, said they need to build new stars, but I think they have to be very careful. Like Daniel Garcia should, that should not have happened. But they, they feud. you're right. They, but they invested in the wrong people. Like right. they, it's, they it's try to, like, they, it should be like early impact, right? You have like your whole X division and then uh-huh. there might be two of them. Right. There might be right. two. You're absolutely right on that. And um, because the people that they built, they put a lot of, you know, they put the machine, the AEW machine behind. What like your they Wheeler, did, Utah? It was Utah. <laughs> and it was Utah. And it was, um, and they tried it with Garcia. But it doesn't work. It's not working with them. They don't resonate uh, with the fans. I mean, Orange Cassidy went, was, was on, was winning a lot. People, you got to the point where you was like, Dynamite, I, I, I could miss the first hour of Dynamite because it's an Orange Cassidy match. Because you don't care about Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Right? Why no, don't yeah, you? Because, because Orange Cassidy okay. is fantastic when he's has his hands in his pocket being a spectacle and then, you know, doing his hulking up thing. But when you have him come out and be a badass who beats everybody, I don't care anymore, you know? Right. And then they had no character development for him at all. They, have, they don't let him talk. No storylines to make him I bigger. Think, I, I think that was good when he first was there because the more he talks, the less interesting he is. Or like, and that was Jericho trying to like hot shot him because they needed something because of the pandemic. Um, but Orange Cassidy, the guy with his hands in his pocket, that was a guy who could have viral video moments. That's what made him famous. You know, and but you know he's overexposed. And you said that a long time ago. You can't have someone like him on every week. He could have been. And I know what you meant when you said this. Not the same. He 
he could have been like their undertaker in a sense. I don't mean the dead man who's unstoppable, but he was like a an attraction, you know? Right. But they don't have no storylines from the being. And <clears throat> it just didn't work. Like, AEW put certain guys together that don't mesh. Like, oh, you mean like Jungle Hook? Or you mean like Orange Cassidy and Hook? Or you mean yeah, like Cassidy and Hook? It don't mesh. Like, some of the matches they put, it don't mesh. Like, like it don't. It, it don't resonate. You get what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you don't care about those guys because... It's just, it's funny. It's, it's just, it's weird, you know. Um, like the match, like the, we're going to talk about the match with um, the the Blackpool Combat Club, Claudio and Brian Danielson taking on um, Orange Cassie and Okada. Okada, random day on Dynamite. <laughs> What's going, what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he comes out and, you know, and, and by the way, yeah, so Brian Danielson back in the combat club, like nothing happened, right? Like he, right. Yeah. And Okada loses again. He don't win. He, I. <sighs> he came out strong though, because when I don't think he realized how hurt Daniel Bryan was, and he's standing over there talking crap to him. It was funny. What like what happened exactly to Brian Danielson orbital bone? It's broken or fractured. And like so what happened? He, was it like a, a elbow? It was a strike. Or... Yeah, it was a strike because there were some who? shots. Um, Okada, um, or was Okada. it? Sometimes it always turns out you think it was one thing, but it was something that happened earlier. But this was towards uh -huh. the end of the match, and um, yeah, he's going to be out for a, for a while. Um, so he looked pretty strong, um, you know. But this is another instance. It's not just. Um, it's not just uh, your your guy who people sing the theme song to when he comes to the ring. I'm looking at his uh, figure right here, Minoru Suzuki, that you got me. Thank you so much. Um, but it's also like um, the Golden Lovers partner of Kenny Omega and, and now Okada. But... Oh, by the way, Wrestle Kingdom, the main event will be Tetsuya Naito challenging Sonata for the world title. Just so you know. That's the main event for night yeah. one. Um, I don't know if it'll be night one or night two because Daniel, because Naito won the G one, so oh. he's the number one contender. And Sonata is the the IWGP champion. He is, and you see um, the way they changed his look. I liked it when he had the goatee and the big hair. They changed his look. It's almost like what they really wanted. Um, that other wrestler we liked, you had the concussions. Um, Shibata? Yeah. It's kind of, they turned him into what Shibata was, you know. Well, you know, Shibata was like the the 2K version of of, of Antonio Inoki. That's where they oh, were going was, with him. He was my favorite there. I mean, he Naito and he, but man, he was special. He was special. You know. Well, he's, he's you get to see him. He's AEW. He's an AEW champion, right? Which which? Oh, he has the Ring of Honor thing, right? The yeah, Pure. Honor, so you yeah. know, I'm not into Good. all these belts. Especially, I'm not into the the um, IWGP. All the strong and and open never yeah. waits and. Uh... It's a lot of titles they have, but um. So Okada's not in the main event. That's what you're saying. 
No, he's not in the main event. He's not the champion. He didn't win G1. Naito beat him to win the G1. So, did you see Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey is at uh, was at a uh, was it Mexico? L.A. It was, LA, but it, was okay. it was a lucha. It was I know why you you thought Mexico lucha baboom. Yeah, lucha baboom. She teamed with Marina I'm Shafir against Taya Valkyrie and Brian Kendrick, and yeah. she won. And uh, I see she's on. She's going to be at another indie show on no, in November as well. They promoting her. Yeah, to be wrestling uh, revolver. Yeah. Yes. So and that, that so well, yeah. What what is. <laughs> What shit does she do in the Indies? <laughs> she is in WWE. They've made her in the alumni section now because of yeah. That. So, what do you, what do you think of that, big man? I think it's great. This is where they say you really honky tonk man said that this is how you really learn how to be a great wrestler. It's not the performance center. It's not you know wow we have ten rings and a. And promo class. It's it's different audiences, different locations. So so good for her. I mean, really. When, did, when, did, when does when does Tony Khan make the call? Hmm. When does he make the call? Because he can make that call, and he has enough money to pay her, and give her the the um the freedom. Um, when does he make the call? Or he should not make the call. Which one, Bingley? I would say he should not make the call. Um, wow. Just because I don't think they're doing anything in their division with the women. I mean, nobody wants to see her. I mean, it would be if if they bring her over, she'll probably want to help Marina Shafir become a star. But if right. she does what they want her to do, it could be funny to see her interact with Tony Storm, timeless Tony Storm. Um. Yeah. Britt Baker and Ronda Rousey's a big match. Could have been. Could have been. I mean, they'd have to rebuild Britt. Um, look, Who the it, biggest star? Who's the biggest women's star right now in AEW? Tony Storm and Sky Blue between the two of them. <laughs> Sky Blue and Ronda Rousey not a big match though. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. And, and, uh, and Tony Storm, maybe I don't know. It depends. It could. They could. I don't know. I don't know how good Ronda. I don't know if it could. They that that could work. Um, uh, with um uh, the way Thomas St- Tony Storm is, and like Ronda could be her bodyguard. They can have her as her bodyguard while she's doing music. While she's doing the imagine movie. her being in the movies with just standing there angry. The yeah. They they can do that like she could be the bodyguard of Thomas Tony Storm, and they can have some fun with that. You know, I think that can work. Um, but if they weren't going to use her for the women's division, let's say they put her in there like to do something more substantial, like like I always thought when Paige joined, I thought she should have come to the ring with Darby and Sting. I thought don't put her in the women's division, like. Um, but if they do that with but with Ronda, she can either be in the women's division. Or they might do um, something else, but again, I think her whole purpose for even going there would be Marina Shafir to get her over. Right, but I, yeah, because you can't see too much else that they can do with her there, and and put her on a random 
Dynamite just wrestling for no apparent reason doesn't make sense. You get who, what I'm saying? Who is the former UFC fighter they had there who's Paige? Is her name Paige? Paige Van Zandt. Like, you, how they messed that up. I mean, she's, <laughs> I mean, she's gorgeous. She's, oh my goodness. They had the, you know what's crazy? You know what, big man? If I, I got an idea, but I don't know how it will work and how they need to be creative. They need some creative minds behind this. Um, and if it would be Dan Lambert, right, coming out. Oh, he was fantastic. Right, Dan Lambert, and he wants to take over the women's division, right? Somebody slaps him. This is where they need a Jade. Jade slaps him, but the Jade, but, and he goes back and he comes back with um, Ronda, and he comes back with Paige Van Zant as his two assassins to, to take over the women's division. And Can he's I tell you, Ronda as an assassin is a genius idea. Like a real assassin. He, he, he's the he's the mouthpiece of both women. He just send them out to kill people. That's what he does. And you know, either way, one or one on one for a tag or a tag team. And I think that can work. They don't have to be on TV every week. He Ben Lambert could be there. He can talk. He could be there, Paul Heyman. He could be their wise man. And those two women come out and they destroy seek and destroy people but they had to build up other people to to, I, to make yeah incredible. and you gotta tell you, you just reminded me when he was in impact wrestling that was my favorite storyline of the year when he was like training bobby lashley in real life and lashley was signed to impact and he was trying to tell bobby this is a waste of time wrestling is fake so he had his wrestlers colby covington and some others just show up at impact and injure the roster. He wanted to get rid of the whole roster so Lashley would have no one to wrestle and just end up being in MMA. Oh, that's, that's some good stuff right there. And he, he ruined Hangman for me. Remember what he said? <laughs> to the page? Ooh. Dan Lambert was funny, man. Say, say <laughs> what he said. I know what he said. Do you want me to say it or should you say it? Okay. Yeah. You're a cowboy from Virginia. So just because you're giving hand jobs to cows so people in New York can put milk in their lattes. (laughs) (laughs) He was, was, man, he was something else. Dan Lambert, man. He was was good stuff, man. They just disintegrated them out of nowhere. When Scorpio Sky, who we haven't seen in such a long period of time. Oh my gosh, I forgot uh, about him too. When he when he won the belt and they was inside the the, um, the UFC thing and they had the little fight and they broke the um started breaking up the, the belts in the UFC um gym. That was oh. that was the last time we seen him, basically. Um but man that same he, thing happened on Impact. They went into his gym Lashley went into his gym and broke his everything there. Right, he was great, man. I I, I, I like that whole descent. Those um, Van Zant. What about since she's on the Indies? What about um, Ronda against Tessa Blanchard? That Tessa didn't work. Won a won a, uh, trip, won a CMLL title. Um, Who Tessa? Yeah, let me see which one she won. Uh, she won. 
the CMLL Women's International Grand Prix. She won it uh, two days ago. Um, on the independent scene, that's a big match, big man. You know that. That's a that's name almost, that's value. That's as big as you can get on the independent scene, almost men or women. Right? But who? But who? But, but who pays for that? <laughs> All right. Who pays that? That's well, a Tessa hefty probably hefty. is not expensive, right? Because she's trying but to get back out there. Yeah. But but remember, the reason why this is would be a big match is for both name values. They both have name value to that brings to this match. You get what I'm saying? Um I mean Tessa's fantastic. Would she I mean main events in impact, you know, for the men's division. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. Well, I man, Ronda doing, Ronda's doing damn in the the Indies, man. This is crazy. Who ever saw that? And I know she she don't come cheap. What she wants to do, you know. She don't come cheap, so she she must not she must really not be happy with what was going on in WWE. Her run in WWE at all for her to go on an independent scene? Well, but let's remember the independence. This match was with Marina Shafir, so that could have been the only reason she did it, right? To team with Marina and get her in the paper. You know at the, the Revolver, that's not nothing. That's not, that hasn't been a tag team match. That's like a well, single match, right? I don't think who she do we know who she's wrestling? No, I don't know. I just heard, I just seen her. So it says she will be there. She's being promoted. It's coming up, right? It's like in two weeks. Yeah. Um, they said I she'll in a week. It's crazy, man. Damn. Uh, WWE, the second run of WWE was a, dis- a disappointment, man. My God. They really screwed her up. Oh, by the way, the revolver. Yeah, they did. The revolver, what she wrote on Twitter is, this is going to be fun. Hope to see you there. All profits from ticket sales going directly to the Lahaina wildfire survivors, the the, the Hawaii fire from before. Oh, okay. So, so, yeah, so it could just be like... She's giving back. Yeah, and just doing what she wants and, and having fun with it. Excellent, yeah. man. Go ahead, Rhonda. You're you right. Know. They ruined her. Having her stand in the ring with a microphone a for like 10 minutes. I think they they, they sabotaged her, her microphone because everybody must microphone. You were there. Hear. You were there. Yeah, couldn't hear her. Couldn't hear her at all. I think they did that on purpose. Who knows? It's ridiculous. Who knows? I still you think they should have. Um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I still think they should have put her with Heyman when Heyman had Brock Lesnar and had them two oh. together. That would have been you know, awesome. We talk about all the, the the things that Tony Khan messed up, but to have Ronda and Brock not even in the same scene ever, that's bad. Terrible. It was bad. It was bad. You know, no one's perfect now. No wrestling promotion is perfect now. <laughs> I remember we talked about, we said last week, you could have a perfect promotion that nobody watches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly, man. Um, run through dynamite real quick. The young bucks and Hangman defeated the Hardy Boys and and um Brother, Brother Zay. Zay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was not a surprise. No, nothing much to it. I mean, did you see Brother Zay? I told you he has the new thing where he comes to the ring with the microphone and just says, Hey, or something. Give me a yeah. Not working. 
and Rob Van Dam back in Philadelphia defeated John Silva and Alex Reynolds. Do you think this will go? In? Well, by the way, did you see how the Dark Order was already in the ring? They had no entrance. <laughs> yeah, there was back then. Uh, you know, and by the way, John Silver kind of messed himself up. People were used to chant Johnny Hungy, right? Yeah. And all he would do is say, I'm the meat man. No one's calling you that. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you lost your momentum. It's over. It's over, right? Sheeta defeated Ruby Soho. Oh, by the way, I just want to ask you, the Hook and Van Damme, do you think that's going to any kind of one of them turning on the other? Or do you think it's just going to be teaming? It depends on how many more dates they, they can book um, RVD for. Who would you, you know? want to see turn? If one of them was going to turn, which one? Well, it has to be Hook, right? Um, I think Van Dam would be better as a bad guy. Like he was an impact. He showed up and he said, you're all doing my moves, so you owe me money or something like that. Um, because otherwise, if Hook turns on him, we know Hook is going over, and it makes him look weak anyway, doesn't it? Vulnerable? No, no because Hook needs the. If, what is? Let me ask you this: What is Hook' ceiling point here? What do you think in AEW? I used to think they liked him, but then when they had him lose to Jungle Boy, right? Um, remember we were like, "Oh my God, they they like Jungle more than Hook," right? So, I don't know. So, I know he used to be on fire. And that's what's his ceiling? What's his ceiling right now for for Hook and AEW and the landscape of AEW? What is his ceiling? I don't see him as a world champion. You don't. I could oh. see him as the Ring of Honor champion. Or the pure champion. They gonna dis- they need to disband that Ring of Honor. Nobody watches it. And but people are saying like actually the women's Ring of Honor division is so much better. Cause everyone's going crazy about the Athena matches. I'm not a member of the Card of Honor or whatever they call it. But um Club of Honor. But that's what they're saying. Could you see Hook and WWE or not even that? Because they talk about you always talk about WWE type of wrestlers. Could you see him there or no? No, no, I do not. Yeah, I, I do not. I agree. He yeah. don't look like a WWE wrestler. You no. know, I no, I don't see it. You know, and his um, style is not that style. I mean, it's nothing wrong with it, but I mean, it's just he doesn't. You know. Like John Silver or Reynolds or not, neither. Um, you know, Brother Zay is not. Um, to be honest, Claudio ain't neither, <laughs> even though he's been no, getting ready. No, you're right. And uh, I think with Hook, again, I, I know this sounds crazy, but he's kind of like to me like a. Okay, I'm what, sorry. Go I just think he's kind of like to me like an Orange Cassidy. The less you see him, the better it is. The thing with Orange Cassidy, they can work with Orange Cassidy in WWE for his character. So I think he can, they can work with him. Um, oh, I yeah. But I, I, like with Hook and AEW, again, I just think, you know, the tag teams was a stupid idea. Jungle, right. look, nobody cared. They didn't. And so he should have been just an attraction where he just shows up, you know. Right. 
You know who I think is a WWE guy? I said Ortiz is not, but Santana is. I can see Santana being a, 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 oh, yeah. a top a yeah, top. No, he is. He, he's done really well when he went to the Indies after he took a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the Michael, the Mike Santana. You know, it's, um, yeah, I agree. It's almost like what we said about, um, like you brought up that Max Caster is, but Bowens is more AEW because he's a better wrestler. And actually, aside, from, but the thing that hurts Caster, I think, aside from his rapping, he's not very good in microphone work either. I can't hardly hear him, and and you just hear. I don't think the damn it, Max. I don't think that's catching on. I don't. I don't like this whole MJF thing, and I don't think the fans do either. With Max Caster. Right. I mean, they had him, and the, the scissor thing. I don't know how that got over. To be honest with you. Um, for what it is and for what it means, I don't know how that got over, you know, but it got over and it's over now. <laughs> it's over. It was, it went off for about almost close to a year, right? For that, right? But it's over now. It, it, it doesn't get the, the reaction it, it did before. It's time to move on to something else, you know, with the acclaim they kind of messed up when they claimed when it was hot. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, man. I mean, if any, if ever a company should have had like a U.S. tag team titles, you know, it should have been AEW. It should have been. Um, and then the, the big thing uh, coming out of Dynamite would be um, Tony Khan's gift to Sting. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going to let you, you know, you know, to, um, Describe this whole segment. <laughs> so it, it was interesting. It, it, Tony Khan's gift to Sting was presented by Tony Schiavone, the other Tony. Right. right. So here comes Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. He comes. It was a huge moment. I mean, I was shocked. I was shocked. It was special. And Ric Flair comes to the ring with his music. music. With yeah. his music. That's, the, that's what happens when you choose um, public domain music, basically. Pomp and circumstance. Not pomp and circumstance, but... Um, 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, very true. Um, so, yeah, you're right. They did some special work to get that. It wasn't that WCW uh, sometimes, but they did. Um, I didn't like his first WWF music, though. Dun, dun, no. Dun, dun, dun. That was bad. Um, so he comes to the ring and he has his gold chains that, and it, it was amazing. I was in shock. Um, good for Darby for, for basically getting out of the picture, but just his jaw was wide open. And so Ric Flair gets in there and he's talking about Sting and, and he says, you know, I'm going to be here, you know, for you till the end. And he's like, whoa, what was it? Two more months? Yeah, I can do that. He said something like that. <laughs> And but the, and then you know Christian's music comes on and everyone's like oh my god, and Christian comes home with his family, his children, Luchasaurus and uh, Nick Wayne, and he says let me get this straight, Tony Khan's a billionaire, and what does he give you? Some gold chains and a black liver, or something? Oh. And and then he he says some horrible things about Ric Flair, then he says let's have a match at the pay per view. He said about so God. He, he said, I think it wasn't, a, he said, I know it really isn't no God, because if there was a God, Ric Flair would have been dead 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. My and God. He, and he says, we're going to have a match, because I'm going to make sure you don't make it to your last match. 
And that was the end. And I was waiting for Ric Flair to say something, but no, that was the end. And so I'll say that um, I didn't like it. I thought, I love Christian Cage, but I think he said some things that were so wrong to Ric Flair. And I know that sounds naive and childish of me, but when it kind of ran over the part of Ric Flair saying he's going to be there throughout Sting's end of his career. Like, we didn't get to hear, you know, we didn't get to have that sink in. We didn't hear the announcers process that for us if we weren't clear. Wow, Ric Flair was going to be in Sting's corner until his retirement. So it just went right into Christian Cage. And it went from this great moment between Sting and Christian to it felt like a typical WWF where you bring on a legend just to have them look bad. Yes. Hey, here's another thing, big man. They screwed up this so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian coming out, disrespecting Ric Flair. His first yeah. match, first appearance ever on, on Dynamite. He gets ran down. Like, yeah. didn't even get a chance to rebuttal, right? They messed up the moment. It was a feel-good moment, and they just used it for Christian. Now, Christian Cage is a hell. Maybe he this was agreed about, agreed, you know, uh, upon before the 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 segment, you know, aired or before they did it live, maybe Ric Flair knew he was going to say that uh, and, and agreed with it. But I didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And another thing, why Jim Ross wasn't on commentary? We had Taz um, and Excalibur on it, which had no 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 type of of connection with Ric Flair. Tony Schiavone needed to be on commentary or Jim Ross needed to be on commentary um, for for it to make it more special. Jim, they really should have just had Jim Ross out there um, to, to, to Nature Boy, the 16. He could have built him up so much, which, and they had the music. And so with that said, is Ric Flair going to wrestle? Ooh. I think if he wrestles, it will be totally his match, his terms, his decision. And it would have to be, I mean, Tony Khan would have to pay him a fortune because he says he made a ton off of just doing it himself with his son-in-law. So I don't expect him to wrestle. I expect him to be maybe involved. But um, would, would he be in a six-man match? The no, six-man match. No, but I don't know who will be, right? There's there's a few things we don't know. Who's going to be in the six-man match and who's Jericho's bigger friends for, mm. for the situation with the family? If if it was going to, for the six-man match with Sting, who do you think it could be? Who do, What are some of your ideas of Tony Khan's listening? It doesn't help. It's going to be Flair. think so? Yeah. He can handle he the match. Um, Christian said so much stuff against him, so he has to have his comeuppance against Christian, maybe putting him in a figure four and making him tap. Maybe he don't have to. He don't have to, you know, like Darby can wrestle the match. Sting can jump and Flair can do the figure four, a chop in a figure four leg lock and have Christian tap and everybody be happy. The only thing we need for Ric Flair is the entrance, the robe, the entrance, right? The A chop and the figure four and a woo and a, and a chop and a, and a figure four leg lock. That's all he need. And everybody go home happy. That's all you need is a chop, a woo, a figure four leg lock, or a flip, a, str- a strut here and there, a strut, 
And that's it. That's one, two minutes, three, maybe two, three minutes of flair. That's all you need. And 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 raise his hand. That's it. He can stay on the sideline for the rest of them, the match. Let Darby work the match. You know, let him do the match. Sting do his highlights, right? The tag, figure four leg lock. If you really want to do it, you could do figure four leg lock and scorpion death lock. At the same time, a double tap out. Everybody's happy. Yeah, that's a great. That's you don't a have great, to go um, and do a forty-minute Ric Flair match. No, you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Only thing you need is a woo, a chop, a strut, and a figure four, and that's it. That's it. I, 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 I like it. So you think Flair could be the official partner, not just a run-in on the outside, not, like a real standing on the apron. I think it could this be match, a standing. Tag team match was kind of like that with Andrade at points. Right. He needs an entrance. Right, and an entrance of him and Sting hug and and um you know they raise a hand his music get played and exit stage left. Everybody's happy. You have a moment right there. And you have Jim Ross or, or Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone both doing the announcing. That's it. That's, that's not even Sting's team. last match. That's that's his six man beforehand. No, I'm talking about Ric Flair last match, not Sting. Uh, a lot of people are saying a lot of the things I'm hearing rumors is Sting last match will be against Flair, and I think I don't think that'd be a good idea. No, but, I didn't like their match on the last day of WCW. The last um of the Nitro. Yeah, because Flair had the T-shirt on. Do you know what? I I get he doesn't want to take his shirt off because of his body. Um, especially he probably has a lot of scarring from his heart surgeries. But I would also say I'd rather see him in a suit. Wrestling too. No, you know what? They can, you know what, big man? They can put a shirt on him, a, a, a t-shirt, which is which is okay. They can do that. And because Sting wrestles in a t-shirt. So if they have... If I mean, if they Roman have, Reigns wore like a black jacket for like years. Exactly. But yeah. like Flair can, like you can... You know, if they Rick Flair, Rick Flair lies the the um shirt, you know, because the last shirt was like just plain purple, right? That didn't look right. If they can, you know, you know, spice it up a little bit, you know, I think it works. You know, they can work, you yeah. know. So, you know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so Andrade and she, it looks like they are broken up. They are? Yeah. I mean, she unfollowed him on social media. She took down some pictures of the ring or something. Were they married or no? No. They was not married. I thought they were married. Let me see. I mean, she's been married. This would be number three or four for for Charlotte. Uh, Personal life. No, yeah. Married 2022. You're right. So they married. So they're getting a divorce? Doesn't say they're getting a divorce. It was just there was speculation because of her removing pictures of him, taking down, um, not following him anymore. And also, she has new workout partners, not him. Well, I, would, I wouldn't want to follow... My my significant number on social media anyway. I'll keep our stuff private. 
you know? When you used to, and then you stop. Yeah, but maybe they made it, maybe they got older and said, you know, they shouldn't do that. So I don't know. But then again, who fault is it? It probably, yeah, I don't know. This is her third one, right? Her third marriage. Flair, let me just double check. And it's funny, you know, people, people say, oh, someone's been married so many times. It's disrespectful of marriage. It's usually people who love getting being married, right? Right. So she was married to Ricky Johnson, May 2010 to 2013. Then Tom Latimer, 2013 to 2015. Andre L. Idolo, 2022. So she went a few years before getting married again. So she, she, she lasts about two years. Her average of staying married is two years before she get a, a divorce. Three and then no, two, so they say the same thing about was Meghan Markle. Um, oh yeah, her relationships last two years, including her marriage. But she's mm -hmm. broken that. She's been married for good. No. Yeah, man. I, 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 think, I think it'll work. Short, with a shorter brown hair from NXT. I'm sorry. I liked her with the shorter brown hair from NXT. Who? Um, Charlotte. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. Charlotte, man. Charlotte Flair. Me? Not my type. I, I figured. Right. Not my type. Not my type. Woo! I like her as a wrestler. Woo! By the way, when I mentioned Thomas Latimer as her second husband, that was Bram from Impact Wrestling. Right. Definitely. Well, hope everything works out. Um... Yeah, so, I don't know who the, but if it wasn't Ric Flair, who would you say would be the third? Um, who has problems with Chris? <sighs> would it be Edge? Yep. Probably. I'm I feel like the idea of Christian telling Edge, yes, I will team with you for the world titles if you fight Sting and take him out or something. But I do think they're leaning towards Edge is going to, when Edge says that, um, when he says that um, Nick and Lucha are going to leave you, I guarantee you that. I think he's going to be the one they leave him for. Um, and still, we don't, nothing is like they need to really, they, it's almost like they almost forget the whole MJF with the devil mask and the switchblade, they need to be like WWF and really grind that into people's heads. You know? Right. Like, who who was it and, and MJF saying, it's not me? They kind of dropped that, you know? Yeah, but they they did the Rhodes Gallery because why... Okay, they had Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, Bullet Club, Goat. Out of all the people that they show, who is really a, a, a challenger? <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Who, thank you. Who's a really... Who's a, a credible right? challenger to beat him? I would say Bullet Club, but maybe in the AEW world, it's powerhouse because of Jericho jobbing to him. So if, if, like if, if Jericho be champion again at some point. So let me ask you a question. As when I'm just if Powerhouse Hobbs was to do what Brock Lesnar did to John Cena at SummerSlam, completely destroy MJF. Would that one would that hurt MJF? Or two, will that build up powerhouse hops to a superstar status? Would, yeah, for me that would if he did that to to MJF, first of all, it's 
think I don't think it would hurt MJF if it was, if it was the beginning of something where you know MJF goes forward again. But you know you can't predict anything with them, right? Like like I said, when Roddy came down in the wheelchair with the Kingdom, I thought this is amazing, this is perfect. And then it turns out no, that's just comedic side effects, side you know humor. Um, and uh, we Adam Cole just had the surgery, so he's not going to be there involved for a long time um if this was a comic book written by the people who do like dc comics uh so the walls closing in on mjf everybody's after him wardlow all these people what if this was like that a great comic arc what do you what would happen in your vast knowledge of this see Wardlow is 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 not a good, uh, not a good um, option to beat MJF. Even though he beat him already, shit. Wardlow. When I think of Wardlow, I think of him. He destroyed MJF, right? Oh. But, but he destroyed MJF. But MJF became a bigger star. <laughs> yeah. The airplane. Uh, Remember, people were tracking his airline tickets. Right. So, Wardlow. Wardlow. He. Beat MJF and destroy MJF, right? And he is a bigger star this day than MJF is, which makes no sense. Well, how that happened? But MJF, you know, politics his way, <laughs> he coming up big time star. He was starting Warlow, and Warlow has been on the descent ever since. This really makes no sense if you really think about it. Really think about that for a minute. Warlow. So, and Warlow. Why does why is Warlow mad at MJF? He destroyed him. Max is. He beat MJF. Why is Samoa Joe still in the picture? Right. This doesn't make sense. He lost. This. And we need to talk about what's going on with Swerve and Hangman after Swerve beat. (laughs) Right. This makes no sense. And so Didn't Swerve it? is evil giving his kid clothes? I don't know. It, it makes... <laughs> it, it makes... It, some of the stuff don't make sense. It's like... They have so many... I, I don't know. They have so many stars. Um, that, that potential stars in AEW that they don't know how to book. They have Swerve. They have Hangman. That they could have... They messed up Hangman. Um... But remember, they, they, we think Swerve and Hangman would be a hell of a team, right? But they don't. They but they're in a feud against each other, and I don't know. It's. So I just want to go back to that though, because you're really good at quick thinking and 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 all kinds of things. If this was, if you were reading this graphic novel, this comic art, MJF, the walls are closing in. Like you mentioned, we've seen the Rogues Gallery. What does MJF do? Who helps him? Like, if this was written by the top people, what would happen? Well, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen in AEW world. MJF is uh, gonna beat everyone. Yeah, right. Um, now because I I don't know, big man. To be honest with you, um. Like Samoa Joe could have beat him, but 
they obviously didn't see they didn't want MJF to lose to Samoa Joe. Um, Samoa Joe, AEW champion, makes as a as a hill as a monster hill champion makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, yeah. But again, they was fixated on the, the Adam Cole and and MJF storyline, which I don't like particularly. I don't think it's it's any, not a main uh, event storyline. Traditionally speaking, that's that's a that's a nice mid card storyline, right? And speaking of which, how many times Adam Cole was hurt? This is the second time hurt. Uh, one, two, yeah, second second significant time hurt. Now let me yeah. ask you a question. This is Brian Danielson's second time hurt too, right? Might be third. I'm thinking more than once. So there are two acquisitions that that all out in that. Craziest ending ever at all out. They're both now they both injured again together. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. How does so eight but we, we it, talked about that's why when Tony Khan signs all these big names, you gotta do the big matches first. You know. Right. You gotta get those out of the way. Cause Punk and Brian's never happening. <laughs> Right, right. Jade um, and Brit is not happening. <laughs> oh my God! You, oh man! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh man! That's crazy. So, I don't know. So, all right, Santana and Ortiz, great match or no? It was a really good match. Um, uh, you know, um, yeah. I'd, I'd say it was it was better than I I was excited because I, I didn't expect it. I was just watching I had the show on and I was just watching it and um, they were like, yeah, and it opened. Like it was the big match. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was really, I mean, I thought it was good. Did you see it? Did you catch it yet? Or are you waiting? All right. I thought it was okay. Um, I just, my thing was, again, Santana is, is, a, is, is a can be a star. Um, I think him they're and both really good on the microphone, right? I don't know. I think Santana. What's that? You there? Yeah, so Santana, I think he's more star quality than Ortiz, but you know, we'll see what happens with I'll that. I'll say that Ortiz, you know, he's very he's so good on the microphone and he has a lot of um he he's very sympathetic and he's very good at getting people to getting the audience, at least this audience, me, to to listen to him. Um I think his big hair was was a plus and he needs to grow mm -hmm. out a little more. Um, but yeah, he's in the right place, and I, I hear you about Santana. And when he left, he had some matches. Like I think he wrestled Jonathan Gresham, or he wrestled. He had some really good wrestling matches. Yeah, he's good. 
All right, let's move on to WWE real quick. Let's go to Raw. So the big thing on Raw was Judgment Day and Cody Rose is challenging J- Damian Priest is for Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Um, is that a big match to you? Let me tell you, this Saudi card is... I really like it. I think this could be... There's there's four matches that I think could steal the show. I mean, that's a lot. Four matches, and I'm not sure which one's going to steal it. I think this could be one of them. I think this, for me, this this could be a really good match. What would be the the four matches that you think that are going to be really good? Uh, let me see. Let me pull it right here. So, okay, that one, of course, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul. Yes, I agree. Um, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Wow, that could be. Could be. And, you know, um, I'm stuck between the solo Sokoa, but I actually think the women's match might do something. Might it has the potential to do something special? The far way, right? I think so, because I think, I think um, Raquel can have some big moments because of her strength. I think Zoe Stark could as well. I think it. I think if it's done well, um, it, there isn't that many people in there who've had like the big matches, so there's there's a risk there. But but mm-hmm. I think that's something. It has a chance, not as much as the other three I mentioned, but I I think it could. The Cena Sokoa match. I know people are talking about, especially what Cena said to Sokoa for one of the tapings that the fans mm-hmm. caught on camera. That's going to show next week. He did you see that? No, I didn't see. It. He was doing a promo and he said to Sokoa in the ring, um, you you walk around here like you belong here. You're here because of your cousin and you're a and you're a fake Taz. Oh wow. Yeah, in in the funny in the promotional picture, he even has the black towel over his head. Oh wow. I think this has a lot of potential for character development. Wouldn't be something if Cena wins and then Sokoa shakes hands with him and walks out. Like, uh, you know, think little, something a little like that could go a long way. Um, right. What do, you, what do you think about the card? Well, um, the what what would make or break this card for me, right? I agree with with all you said. Mommy's match, um, the five way match. Her Joey Stark. You think that has potential? Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, it has. A, the Raquel's in it. Zoe Stark is in it. Nia Jax. Um. Uh, and Shayna, you know, Shayna is in yeah. it as well. So you got some, you know, some heavy hitters in there. I expect mommy to win though, but yeah. you know, but um, the Cena and Solo Sokoa matches, you don't know which way you're gonna go here. So you don't know if Cena gonna continue his downward spiral, not winning a singles match, or you know, or he's gonna. You don't know where that's gonna go, right? It could go either way. So the false finishes may have you. Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul. Now, this, this match right here is could go either way as well because Rey Mysterio can win. Logan Paul can go is going for can he's going for gold two years in a row in Saudi Arabia. Will he win this one? You don't know. This he's is like a, a WrestleMania match, you know. Right. So the false finishes will have you there as well. Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is not losing, so I'm, I, I don't think Drew is going to win. So right, that Drew might not even. His contract is still up in the air. Right. So 
I'm not excited for that match. To You're be not? honest with you, I already know. No, I think Seth is going to win. I don't. I don't. Like the other two matches I said, I, they're up in the air, right? The third match is L.A. Knight versus um, with against Roman Reigns. Now, what do you do here? Well, let's say, did you hear that Roman's not going to be on any events, pay-per-views, or PLEs until, like, the Rumble? Well, it's not that many left. It's only, it's October, so... Survivor Series? So so he's not going to be at Survivor Series? That's what what I read. It doesn't mean it's true, but that's what I read. Well, the December pay-per-view, I don't expect him to be there. I expect him to be at at the major four, you know. That's what I expect. Um, so the, the other ones, I you know, but Survivor Series, him not being in Survivor Series, that that'll be shocking in Chicago. That's a, that's that's a big Dave market. Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, yeah. That's a big market for him not to be in. Um, because it's expected to be the Judgment Day, five on five. Uh-huh. Battling a loaded babyface squad, Cody Rhodes, and the, and led led by Cody, yeah. Jay main event Jay Uso, probably Sami Zayn, um, because they have problems with Kevin Owens, right? That's not the same as the Bloodline being there. So that's not. It's not, um, because uh, it, it yes it doesn't you know, but will it be war games or is it just a traditional Survivor Series match? I heard, well, he said, uh, well, let's see what he said. Uh, now, he doesn't say which, but I have heard that they were going to use the war games in it. So, Well, um, five, it's five on five. So who is, it can't be five on five. Because it's Dominic, Priest, Finn, and McDonough. So who's the fifth person? They're not putting mommy in there. Never know. Never know. If it's war games, they could. They're not gonna put mommy in there against men. She get they they not gonna do that. I don't care how bad she is towards the women. She's that's not gonna work. <laughs> but you know, do you know what? It, do you know why it could work? Is because part of her thing is going up and saying, "Come on, hit me," and none of them doing it. Yeah, so but then... yeah, but that's war. They like. For them not to hit her, and then she low blows them, and yeah, that, I mean that's I mean only so much you can take before somebody's gonna strike back. You get what I'm saying? Well, she'll and be involved the, anyway, right? Even if she's not in the right. match, right? She, she can go. She could climb in the ring, right, from yeah. the top because there's no there's no um, roof right. on it. She can get involved in it and give a chair here, knock the referee out, give the unlock the doors. It's a lot of things she can do. Probably. But I'm just saying, where's the fifth person? When you're there, because you've been to so many of them, can you see like clearly through the cage when you're a fan watching a cage match? You can, yeah. Okay. Never been to a war games one though, but you can. Those blue cages were fan friendly. Those old. I never movies. seen the blue cage. Speaking of fan friendly, did you see though that they have a WWE documentary on the fan? The guy that was always at the WWE. Did you see yeah. it? No, I haven't seen it yet, but uh. Um, Where's that? It's on Peacock? It is, because I, I noticed it. Do you know why? Because I was watching the Rugby World Cup final yesterday. And it was on Peacock. 
and I saw South Africa beat New Zealand, the All Blacks, for mm -hmm. the Rugby World Cup. And and then I saw on the bottom, it's like it's finally here, Vladimir. You know. Yeah, he was in everyone. It's just like nowadays, it's the guy with the green shirt on. He's yeah. there all the time. And, and then the it's the guy with the flag. The right. Which, him and then it's the AEW guy that the, the CM Punk, oh my god, guy, oh my god, he had a ref shirt on and he's always in the Chicago one and he's in all the AEW events and WWE. He wears a ref shirt, he's there too, all the time. <laughs> and, and Brock Lesnar, and then it's Brock Lesnar guy, <laughs> that's a bunch of them, they're always in the front row. <laughs> but that Vladimir guy, I see him all the time in the front row. It, all the time he was there. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that today. Vladimir today could be a pro wrestler because back then he was just thin, but he he looked tall and fit, right? Right, right. I'm gonna watch that, man. I'm gonna watch that maybe today. I'm gonna watch that later on today. All right, let's go do raw. Um, just give me a quick analysis of the match. New Day versus the New Day defeat the Alpha Cat uh, Alpha Academy. Yeah, I was um, I was surprised that the Alpha Academy lost, but there's going to be an Alpha Academy um, open challenge, right? Mm -hmm. um, I hear that they're getting ready to do big things with the New Day again. Um, I don't know about that, but if the um, Latino World Order shirts are selling, then maybe they could make the New Day shirts sell again. I don't know. Right. Becky Lynch defeated Indy Hartwell to retain the, Indy, the NXT Women's Championship. And then she, at Halloween Havoc, she lost to Laya Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Yeah, they're, they're really trying to push her because none of the fans wanted Lyra to win that contenders match. They were behind Roxy. Right. But they're really pushing her. Becky and she are both from Ireland. So, oh, so that's why she did the job for her. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, Johnny Gargano, man. Oh, man, he... This guy, man, he he gets no reaction whatsoever, man. And they still and they just still throwing him out there and and like do something with some type of character development with Gargano. If he's an he's an AEW guy, he should just go to AEW, have killer matches and go. But in WWE on the main roster, it's tough for him, man. He gets no his music comes that crowd is dead. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, but uh, by the way, though, on um, Collision, uh, I was watching. Um, my sister was watching it with me a little bit. Um, and this is right before, you know, we found out Matthew Perry died, right? Oh, hello. Yes. And, and um, God rest. And um, it was the Sheeta match against Abaddon, who looks completely different now. And and she said. Um, the the woman Sheeta, she's like yeah she doesn't she's kind of boring. <laughs> so I was like yeah, you get it, All right? <laughs> yeah, that's their champion. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Sheeta. I'm looking at my hero Sheeta I'm toy right here. Actually, by the way, does anybody care? I didn't mention the I E O Sky and Bianca Belair. It feels like the mommy match is the women's championship match, doesn't it? It is because yeah. Eoskai is the again that's the secondary woman's title. The main one is the one that Raw has that's, that mommy has. It depends on who has which who has the belt, right? 
Mommy's a bigger star than EO, right? So let's say if Liv Morgan had the belt for the what mommy belt had, then probably EO will probably be bigger. Or Belly had EO belt. And and it, it depends on who, which woman has the belt that makes it who's bigger. You get what I'm saying? The secondary belt. So if Bianca had it, if Bianca had the belt, she would be, you know, they both on par. And I think Bianca probably is. No, mommy's the biggest star now because mommy's in all type of storylines. So she's a bigger yeah, star she's, yeah, than, she's a big... than Bianca because, but not she's not a better wrestler than Bianca, but she's, no, she's in, not. <laughs> she, she's not a better wrestler, now, but she's a bigger star today. She's a, they, Bianca's a big star too. Don't get me wrong. They use, she's, she's a crossover star. But right now, mommy is in everywhere. She's everywhere and she's in all type of storyline and they build her up. So that's what that's why I say storylines are better than matches because it makes your character big character development. Her character development has been through the roof for the last year or so, more than any other woman. That's why she's number one PWI women, not because of her matches, because of her because of the storyline and her character. That's it's oh, a yeah. big character. Yeah, no, it's all true. And then when mommy's always scared. on top. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like Dominic would say. And, and also, like when people say, no, this person's the greatest wrestler, it's like it's a two way thing, right? Right. The opponent is like 50% of the equation. Exactly. So, exactly. And mommy, I think what we've seen from Mommy, what I like is she can take the, she can take the, the rough matches, you know? Right. And I love the, the, the hard hitting kind of matches like I, right you know. her and the charlotte flair match at wrestlemania last year right hard that hitting took a right while for me to get into it but yeah 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 but it took so, a while so, yeah. did, so did my favorite japanese matches from the 70s right. and 60s and 80s those a you know like the, bill, first, the first 10 minutes you know what those are gonna be you know exactly exactly um all right gargano defeated giovanni vinci um giovanni so the Logan Paul and Dominic um segment <laughs> and <laughs> oh man. So the crowd hate both of these guys. So the, they was get they had both got killer um nuclear heat from both of these guys and they was making fun of Ray Mysterio and talking like, Yeah, you're right, he's a bad father. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um um, and then they started making fun of him because Dominic could hardly talk. They were the fans was all on 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 him. You have the big thing on that's become like. Do you think that's a legit thing, or do you think they what the pipe the, annoyed? Yeah, because they said um, that um, the noise is is is, is piped in, um, right. but it's not. It's not piped in because it. I think Sean Russell said something about it. And then everybody's saying that, oh, it's you're all right. It's, I thought this was piped in, so everyone's saying some, something that is piped in. Although WWF does pipe in music, they do. They pipe in crowd noise. They pipe in the booze. You can tell, especially when they're showing um, like matches, um, like this person, and then you hear the boo, yay! The crowd's not really doing that. But Dominic and, and um, Logan Paul has nuclear heat, and that was legit. And and you know the thing is, Dom, Logan Paul in all of these segments looks like the guy who's who's the WWE Hall of Famer on the microphone. Doesn't he's he? Better, he's just a better like talker, performer. 
And this is all and I'll always say that. Like he he was a Disney kid with his brother. He's right. a legit, you know, actor. And the performance center with their promo class, it's just trash. They just need to stop that. He 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 so when he had that fight um a week ago a week two weeks ago and he after the fight he said he he did a promo said he want Ray Mysterio after his fight, right? So um he he he's really good. He's I would say this. If some I don't know how this could happen, but I don't know who can make this happen. But if Logan Paul was ever to face Kenny Omega oh my in God. a big time match, I don't know, I don't know who can make it happen or how it can happen. But if that match was to ever happen, my oh my oh my. Woo! That's I didn't even think of that. And I'm glad you chose Kenny because you know some fans might say, oh, Will Ospreay. But I think Will Ospreay too. Woo! Too. <laughs> but I think Woo! What we from the Jericho match with Osprey in England is if things aren't going according to plan, Osprey's not as of course not as experienced, you know, as a Kenny Omega to yeah. to make it work. Logan Paul and Kenny Omega. Um man, high praise. But man. Again, that match is going to be crazy. Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Dewdrop defeated Natty, Nat, Nat, um, Natalia and Nikki Cross. Yeah. Uh, and Bronson Reed defeated Tazawa. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Sami Zayn in a good match. And yeah. Damian Priest defeated main event Jay Uso. Your thoughts? Well, Nikki, almost a superhero, loses again. Um, good for Jonah. Um, I, I mean, we all knew whenever Tozawa is in the ring, it's like, you know, that it's an enhancement match, you know. Um, <laughs> and um, but he doesn't get the kind of, you know, Dolph Ziggler love, of course, because he doesn't have the background. But he was a great wrestler, you know, Akira Tozawa. Right. Um, and yeah, Drew McIntyre, you know, building up, building up, building up. Do you think this is where he'll go full 100% heel at the coming up event or not really? Maybe, but if somebody goes heel, that means they normally don't lose. I mean, I don't know. That means they're on the Yeah. I feel bad for him. He hasn't done anything wrong, but it's like it's not happening anymore. Like he's he's someone who seems like he it's not just about being like Kane or some of those other wrestlers where you're like this staple and you, they're, you're reliable, but your days of being world champion aren't going to happen anymore. seems like he really wants to be the main event. Right. Guy. And that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. You're right. About Kane is a great, you know, um, you know, um, you know, point because example, because Kane only won the belt for one, one time and lost it really quickly. <laughs> That's true. You're day. right. But Kane was such a big deal, especially when Kane returned. Well, Kane returned a whole bunch of time, but when he returns, go on YouTube and watch Kane returns. Every time he returned, it was such a big deal. Like DX beating up everybody. Kane comes back, and and, and he comes back, and Jim Ross selling. Oh, look at Kane! The Hellfire Brimstone, the big red machine. And he's bringing hell, and uh, and he's coming doing the the, the the his 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 uppercuts, and he's doing his his choke slam and bring the fire, 
and cleaning house. It was a big deal for Kane back in that attitude era. That man was no joke, man. Kane. <laughs> no, no, it was it was even more than sometimes when the Undertaker would come back. Right. And it was it would. And it was Kane. Kane was there to hurt people. You know, it was like destruction. You know. I think the Undertaker's greatest return um was when he first came back at Judgment Day during the, the match with the Rock and, and and he came back as the first as the biker taker and he said he's and he's coming and then um he's here and then with the children and then, and he was the American bass and he rode the bike and he started going crazy with the lever the first time you saw him as the non dead man character I think that was a was a good return for him, you know. Every other return would happen about WrestleMania or something like that. And let's Man. you're right and yeah, those were just about the those were not surprises, you know. And you know he's he's benefited a lot from the goodwill and and from good you know memories. But if you go back to the Attitude Era, you know whenever they would announce the main event in the beginning, you know because you had you you had either Stone Cold, The Rock, um, Triple H, Mick Foley, Undertaker. When Undertaker was one of them, it was kind of a little bit of a disappointment compared to the others. You know, especially Rock Stone Cold, you know. But you know what? Back then they had The Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold. All of them was in like in the main event together at one point. Kurt Angle, you know, Triple H. You know, they had them all. They had some type of combination. If you go back and watch those raw main events to this day, you'd be like, man, look at this. They gave me all of this? Yeah. It was every week. Oh, it's so true. And when you look at the companies that were stuck trying to compete, against wcw and like if you look at tna impact back then when people were like man this is garbage it's like a great thing now now you, you you're like because you, yeah. right exactly they know what you had at the time you go back to tna back in the day like the main event mafia you're like wow what is this this is crazy like how come this has this ain't in wrestling law like right. people because it was done in tna that's why but it was, you look back at that stuff, you're like, wow, this is some good stuff. Good stuff yeah. TNA had. Great yeah. stuff. The crowd, compa- I mean, my goodness. It's 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 really interesting how Impact Wrestling, it's, it's just, I don't know how it ended up looking and being the way it is now. You know, it's just. Right. It's, change. They, what a change. They, they gave us the, I watched this, I think I ordered it, I watched this pay-per-view. I gave us the Steiner brothers versus the Dudley boys. Remember yeah. that? They had that match. They had a great promo where the Steiners ran down how the Dudleys beat nobodies compared to who the Steiners beat. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was Team 3D because they can't use the Dudleys. It was oh, Team 3D. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, let's go to SmackDown real quick. So, let's do the... By the way, um, this was on the um, Fox Sports channel. Yes, it was. It was. And uh, so... The contract signed between Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight. Roman comes out. He was about to do his, his get the fireworks. Before he get the fireworks, L.A. Knight music hits. He L- walks right past them. Yeah. That was very unique. I got to give them credit for that. And he sits at the head of the table. He sat at the head of the table, and Paul Heyman and, and Roman is just looking crazy. Nick Aldis, uh, he did well. And then he said, well, my business is here now. He just left. And Roman's like, I'm leaving. He's like, you're leaving? Why are you leaving? <laughs> That was funny. And then um, the, the pen wasn't working. And the, the pen wasn't working. 
Oh, man. Um, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight, oh, man, he's going to lose. <laughs> you think so? Oh, oh, man. Be sure. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Was there ever a title change in Saudi Arabia other than the, the one with um, Styles and um, Seth Rollins, but that was the inaugural World Heavyweight Title Championship um, tournament ender final? Was, has there ever been a a title change in Saudi Arabia? Not that I remember, no. There won't be. Oh, okay. There will not be. Yeah. Um, Do you think there should be? Or you wouldn't have had this match at Saudi Arabia, would you? You have had it. He's not winning. I mean, that's... And they're going to do something which I, I, I don't... I don't... And, and just like how you said earlier about Omega and MJF, about maybe they'll do the rematch later on. Right. But that's I think... I think this is something they're giving the fans to... You know, they want... LA Knight to be pushed or well, they pushing him to give him the Roman but a lot of people don't want him to go against Roman so quickly because they know he's going to lose because the match is, is Cody's match and this can uh, the only way to salvage this big man if LA Knight loses let's say he loses by as long as he don't lose clean right if he lose clean, it's it's. If he lose by you know, um, interference, okay. The only thing that can salvage this match, and salvage the Cody Rhodes, um, finishing the story, the only thing that that this is what I would do, mm-hmm. is, the Roy Rumble. Go go do nineteen ninety four, or two thousand and six. Ending the 2006 ending was not planned, but it was perfect. The 1994 uh, was planned, it worked out perfect, mm-hmm. which means Bret Hart, Lex Luger, Batista, John Cena they both eliminate each other. Both men feet both touch the rim, um, f- but both men feet touch the floor. There's no winner, they both get a title shot at Roman Reigns. We go a triple threat match at WrestleMania 40 against Roman Reigns. That would probably be the best case oh, did scenario. Did you say John Cena and LA Knight? Or did you no. say? I mean, um, I mean uh, Cody Rhodes and LA Knight. Yeah. Wow. So I would do a triple threat match. That would be match. great for the betting stuff they try to do. So, right. So now it will be a buzz in the stadium. Because you have LA Knight fans, you have, you have Cody three Rhodes amazing fans. entrances in one match. Right, you will have every false finish will be on. You won't. You won't know who's going to win that match. They can, Roman can win again. Yeah, Cody can finish the story. LA Knight can win the story. You will have one of the most interesting WrestleMania main events in a long time. Because you probably won't know who's going to win. It could go either way. And whatever happens, you're going to have people that will be very happy. You know, you're going to have people that are going to be sad. You can, whoever loses that match will have a, a, can have a redemption 
except Cody, because Cody didn't have his redemption. You can have Cody win that match, right? If you want Cody to win, fine. Have Cody win and have him beat Roman Reigns during the match and pin Roman Reigns and he wins. Right? And that's cool. Whatever. And then LA Knight, LA Knight don't have to win that match. He don't have to, as long as he don't get pinned. But as long as he's in the match. Um, I think that would be the the, the best route to go. Um, you have your three biggest stars in one match, and you won't know where's where's gonna end because anyone any one of the three can win the match. Mm-hmm. And you like you said the betting, the betting, the 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 electricity in Philadelphia. It would it would probably go on Sunday night last, um, a long night of wrestling. People would be waiting for that match the whole night. It would be built. WrestleMania would be built off that one match. It's so and, interesting. Uh, I saw an old match, an old clip on YouTube of Cody being asked questions by Steve Austin. You know, his 30-second thing. And he said, mm-hmm. best city for wrestling. And he said, Philadelphia. Cody said Philadelphia. So, we'll see. We'll see, man. Um, I hope they go that route. But if LA Knight loses, but if LA Knight wins, it doesn't hurt LA Knight. LA Knight can win the belt and then lose it again at the Royal Rumble, you know, to Roman. And Cody win the Royal Rumble again. You can do that. And then we have Roman and Cody, you know, if you want to do that. I think I think Gunther needs to win the Royal Rumble after what happened this year, that close finish. Because anything else is a step back for Gunther. They don't – see, Gunther don't need – See, if you want Gunther to win a title, right, this is what I think they're going to do with Gunther. I think Gunther's going to win the Elimination Chamber and fight Safe Rollins at WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight title and beat him there. So if you do that, right, and Gunther be a dominant champion on Raw, if you do that... Yeah. Yeah, somebody went that. I was just going to say, after how close he came last year to win the Royal Rumble... Is it okay if he's eliminated early the next year, or does he have to make it to the end in the second one if he's not going to win? I mean, do but let me ask you track of that how their finishes change, progress it, year to year if they're on the rise? Or well, Kane was eliminated last by Stone Cold in two thousand and one. He never he he never oh. came back. The person that's always eliminated last doesn't always have to win the Royal Rumble the next year. I don't even think that ever happened. Because when Big Show got eliminated by The Rock, he didn't come back the next year and win it. So he came the next year. Like he started earlier, right? Right. So it's just where you are in that year. Now, Gunther has been booked heavily strong that whole since last year. And he's been, he hasn't lost. You know, that, to be honest, that was his only loss, that match when Cody eliminated him, his only loss on the singles match, right? But that was a multi man match. But, he hasn't lost. He hasn't taken any losses. So do you keep the belt on on Gunther, the Intercontinental Championship, and do title for title against him and Seth Rollins? Um, or do you have Drew McIntyre win the belt and then you have title for title for him and Gunther? How do you do that? I mean, you know, or do you do LA Knight versus, you know, whoever the champion is on the world heavyweight champion is, and Cody, the other champion, go against. You know, can you split Cody and LA Knight against um um in main events on Saturday and Sunday? Do you do that? 
Do you split both the your, your main baby face attractions? Do you put them one on Saturday and one on Sunday? Do you, and they both go on for title matches. I mean, oh, that wow. can work too. Do you do that? I don't know. That's a lot. I'm not sure. I don't know, man. Anyway, Dragon Lee defeated um your boy Cedric Alexander. But Cedric did well, and Cedric, Cedric, they 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 were pushing him. It seems you know he had a little video package thing, you know. Street Profits defeated Carlito and Santos Escobar. Logan Paul attacked Rey Mysterio as Santos Escobar told uh, Carlito, go look, go help Rey Mysterio, and that's what caused his demise. Street Profit has new music now, so no I guess so I guess we going to I guess we really getting um they putting some some type of the machine behind them now. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, no more cups to drink out of. No more That's cups. right. No more no more cups to drink water out of. And <laughs> KO punch punches Austin Theory and Grayson Water at the same time in the face. <laughs> in the backstage segment. Um and then LA Knight defeated Jimmy Uso. Um Just and then the Roman, Roman tries to hit him. Roman tries to hit him with a spade. Does he he got out the way and hit him with a BFT as he stands tall. Um those, those fan chants were brutal to you know, Jay's better and all that. Yeah. Well he is his main event. Yeah. Well they book they booked Jimmy like a stupid idiot. Yeah. So it's the booking. Main Jay Uso is a star now. Jay Uso is is like my man it's like it's like the Tonga kid from um uh, body slam, Tonga Tonga from from Body Slam, man. That's what he is. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, who would ever thought Jay Uso is gonna be a main event? He's a main event player by himself now. He don't need to be in the tag team no more. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's a and main event the tag star. Teams, there's nothing left to do in the tag team either. But he's a single star now. Um, who would ever thought Jay Uso would have been four, three, four years ago that Jay's gonna be the star of the Uso. He's a main like, event player by himself. Like a legit star. It's not like a yes. joke. Right? The, the fans come out, they doing the yeet, and, they, and when he do his thing, they, they putting their hands down. The fans interact. This is crazy. And they could do both. You can go, he could do baby face, and he could do hill. He could do both. This is, wow. I'm, this is amazing. I what what I love about his character is that he does have that like um like that I don't want to be insulting, but it's funny. It's like when they were talking about The Simpsons, the writer said the key to Homer Simpson is think of your favorite, you know, your your pet dog who's like loyal but ferocious, mm -hmm. uh, can sometimes, you know, get in trouble. And it, it, he has like that. He does this whole kind of like, like when he he's smart, just when you think he's stupid, like it's he's he's very um, relatable. Yes, yes. Jay Uso, man. Wow. Unbelievable. So that was SmackDown. Give us the wild report before we get up out of here. Well, you know, um, Reina Del Rey. Here's my wild report. Uh, Reina Del Rey, I, she was in a tag team match, and I wrote on Twitter that, to me, she's top three at wow championship material. And she responded with a kiss emoji. So there you oh. go. Uh oh. Yeah. That's All nice. right. And and so Vicky Lynn McCoy came forward. She is the one who attacked the beast, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna go to war, and that's gonna be a war. And I want to see 
the beast about a powerbomb, uh, Vicky Lynn McCoy. I will also say um, John Cena's new movie uh, opened. It's called Freelancers. Got like one star on uh, the critics. Um, so not a great movie, but a lot of wrestlers were there. Um, Pop Dalla was there. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss was there. Um, like a lot of people. And it turned out um, Mojo Raleigh was there. Remember him? Yes, Mojo. So it turns out he's co-founded a talent agency called Oregon Talent Group, which focuses on helping pro wrestlers become famous outside of wrestling. And I'm on their website. Do you know who he has? Who he has? Alita. Um, both Iconics. CJ Perry. Claudio Castagnoli. Django, um, Eric Redbeard, Harley Cameron from QTV, Jay White, um, John Morrison, Jonathan Gresham, Jordan Grace, the couple, uh, Lince Dorado, Lillian Garcia, um, Tamina, um, uh, who's the one that came back to um, Rock's cousin, Shandra's everybody? Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Um, no Way Jose. Um, Andrade, Maria Canellis, Tyler Breeze, Miro, Mike Bennett, EC3, Matthew Rayholt, the TNA commentator now, and Nunzi, um, Enzi, Enzo, Moose, Sean Spears, yeah, Enzo, Funny Kiss, Taylor Wilde, Kaya Valkyrie, Tasha Steeles, um, Tom Hannafan from Impact, the announcer, and Zia Brookside. Among a few others, I'm not familiar with. Wow, that's a lot of people. He got a lot of TNA, a lot of people outside of WWE too. Yeah, I mean they have Switchblade too, man. So he's trying to use his connections to help them. And so one of the things was he had a lot of them show up at this John Cena premiere because he's friends with John Cena. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, that's a good little nugget there. Yeah. Well, big man, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure and an honor. Watch the Vladimir um, yeah. documentary. Will do. Have you seen it? I'm about to watch it right now. Okay, we'll watch it. I'll have a review for it next week. Hopefully you watched it as well. I will. I will. All right. This has been the State of Wrestling Apologize Report. We'll see you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.